Hello and welcome to the Wedding Guy Podcast. I'm your host, Pete the Celebrant, and we are proudly sponsored by Easy Weddings. Easy Weddings helps thousands of couples nail their big day every year. With their award-winning directory and mobile apps, you can find and book top-rated wedding suppliers. You can stay on track with their planning tools or for a more hands-off approach. You can work with a wedding planner to save you time and money. And the best thing, it's free. So jump onto easyweddings.com.au to start your stress-free journey up the aisle today. And today, we meet an incredible celebrant, a Melbourne-based celebrant, Armand Dumasia. We learn all about his story about becoming a celebrant, his personal style, and his best advice for your day. Allow me to introduce to you the very authentic Armand Dumasia. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. It's so good to have you. And with us today is Armin Dumasia. Armin, how are you doing? Good, all right, Pete. How are you doing? Yeah, good. I'm doing very well. Armin, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Tell us about, um, why don't you start with how long have you been a celebrant? Sure. I've uh, been a celebrant about eight years all up. Yeah. Since I qualified myself, so to speak. Yeah. And I did my course at the Gordon and my celebrancy cert for etc. And I actually started practicing as a celebrant um, about five years now. Because when I had qualified, I had a newborn in the family. Sure. Our oldest son back then, who is now eight. So yeah, things were a bit different back then and mm. also with my line of work. My celebrancy work is not my main line of work, so yep. I have another full-time job. So it was more understanding, learning the ropes and getting them. And I felt I was ready to launch myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, so I've been practicing celebrant for about five years. And yeah, it's it's been it's been great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now we have... Yeah, sure. The, the COVID haven't been kind to anyone, unfortunately, not in the wedding business. Um, but we've been knowing each other for about a year and a bit now, almost two years. Yeah, we've known each other for a year. Yeah, a little yeah. over a year now. And when we caught up, and I was very curious just how you how you got into being a celebrant. And I think it, uh, one of the greatest benefits is uh, your background yeah. and what you bring to the table for couples because of that. Um, you know, for, for me, it was coming from a, a church background and, and just being given All the opportunity right, yeah. to do public speaking since I was a teenager. So I feel like it's just something that I do. It's just just, just what I can do. Um, and I feel like you have your own strengths from your background. So why don't you tell us a little bit about um, your drama background, your um where you grew up and, and and tell us a little bit about yourself sure um i've been in australia 20 years and i have indian roots so to speak so born and brought up in india in bombay uh, which is now known as mumbai but um yeah so i'm persian by lineage and indian by origin if that makes any sense <laughs> 
sounds like a lovely so, multicultural dish. <laughs> it's, it's great. <laughs> it sure is, sure is. But yeah. my journey has primarily been through Indian roots, so to speak. And yep. um, I came up here about 20 years ago as an international student and, you know, sort of settled there later on. And um, I have a background in English theatre back in India, speech and drama and things like that. So I was up on stage a fair bit uh, during my teenage college days, university, pre-university times. And uh, yeah, that's that was my flair for putting myself out there and doing something that I really loved and enjoyed, even though it was, yeah, learning the ropes then. And uh, when I came here, I explored options in a similar field just on the side and realized Nothing really clicked at that point in time, and I came across um, I came across somebody called Jason McShane, who's been in the industry a long time. He's been a celebrant, and I sort of came to know him through contacts. And I felt I very strongly related to the whole celebrancy field. I had attended a few weddings back then, by then already, and I did my celebrancy course through the Gordon Tafe at Geelong, through the Geelong campus. And um, yeah, and another thing that I realized along the way and looking at weddings and things was that I always, it was something that was part of my growing up, etc. But I could actually put it into use was the fact that I spoke three other Indian languages and things because one of the weddings that I attended Back in the day when I wasn't a celebrant, I realized the bride had French background. So the celebrant spoke a bit of French as well. And most of the ceremony was in English. And I'm like, okay, this is something I may tap into and explore. And yeah, I have put that into, into use. And I have done, well, Indo Aussie weddings or indie Aussie weddings, so to speak, which is a little bit of Indian tradition and a few, I mean, a few verses or a few lines in between with one of the Indian languages and things, depending on the couple's needs, requirements, comfortability levels. And yes, just blending it all in. Yeah. But I think it's a huge uh, benefit to be able to speak more than one language. Like I can just speak English and when I say just not just one like just get away with passing to speak English and you know that that does me just fine uh, but being able to speak more I think is fantastic and I think the yeah. need for couples who want to you know, they've got family members there uh, who may only speak um, you know their native tongue and then English is the second language. So to be able to, to, to switch independently is fantastic. My, one of my goals in life is to learn um, Chinese. I think that it would be a quite a valuable language to learn. Uh, it hasn't been going so well so far, I'll be honest. But um, again, I, I, I can speak English, so I'm happy with that. Um, I can at least <laughs> do my job because yeah, of that. I, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just think it's fantastic that you can speak not just one, but you speak three languages, just three dialects is uh, yeah. fantastic. So you did, you, you, you. you did a little bit of drama back when you were in so those yeah. college, high school yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. And tell us a little bit about of, that. 
Yeah, that sort of gave me all the confidence, or well, most of the confidence in public speaking yeah. and voice modulation techniques, etc. And it was really my comfort zone. It was something that I really enjoyed doing and enjoyed being in that environment. Tell us a little bit about what's your process with couples. So couples come to you. Uh, how do you go about helping them organize their ceremony? Sure. Um, I think my first step is to see what exactly they're after. Sometimes they come with preconceived ideas of what they've seen at a ceremony and would like to encompass. And uh, sometimes they are like, we've come to you, so if you could kindly guide us and we'll take it all on board. Yeah. So that is my very... My initial contact, I mean, when I meet the couple for the first time, that's where I take it from. And I look at, of course, it's about crafting their ceremony, understanding what they're looking at, the crowd, the age bracket of the crowd, etc. Because some, my experience has been, I have had couples that require something very straightforward, literally mm. the legal vows. And sure. let's just get on with this and someone to talk about the sky in your eyes and the color pink around it. So, yeah. And yeah. I I think uh, one of my main strengths lies in listening to what they have to say. I let mm. them put it all out. And in when they sort of start expressing their thoughts, I kind of quickly gather whether they really know what they want to some extent or they're just going with bits and pieces of what they think would look good for their ceremony. Sure. So I ask them the relevant questions about who they'd like to have included, if there are any elders, if there are any special people who've helped them in their journey so far and you know if any special mentions would need to be made, etc. and things and I get to understand their background, which is quite important for me. And I bring a strong perspective of multiculturalism with my, just with my own existence, I feel, let alone talking the three Indian dialects. Yeah. And sometimes my couples go with that flow. Some of my couples have been through word of mouth. Some of them have literally been random inquiries from the internet and whenever I've asked such couples in particular that what made you go with me or sort of thing, or, you know, made you make the initial contact, they say, we liked what we saw and we thought you fitted the bill. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, and as a person, <laughs> I'm pretty much go with the floor types. So mm -hmm. I incorporate that in my meetings. I, if I will tell them that this, if they have a specific idea, I'll tell them, okay, this will work or this won't work. But at the end of the day, if they want something to work, it will be there for them. I mean, as long as it's not me jumping off a cliff or something. Sure. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Making sure that everyone's safe at the end of the day is pretty important. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, look, I think you definitely bring that. That's a, another of your strengths is you just, you're very, you're a very calm person. Um, and I think you would bring that, you go with the flow, you know, depending what yeah. they're after and you're happy to <clears throat> help incorporate that. So that's really good. In terms of um, 
what would you say your particular style is? If you give a few words for your style, what would you say? I think I would, I think I would say it's sophisticatedly simple. <laughs> I'm not for the bells and whistles. I'll, and it's not about cutting the chase. It's about, uh, as a person, I'm not very loud or very sort of, grabbing attention or the limelight or any of that. When I rock up, I present myself in the way I do, the way I carry myself. And literally what you see is what you get. Yeah. I mean, even in my first meeting with clients face-to-face, -face, I'll make the effort. And that's just me. And that's how I think I am. I'll still dress smart casual, for example. You know, it's yeah. if I'm seeing them around the corner from where I live at a coffee shop. I mean, I won't rock up in just track pants and just a T-shirt if it's even a really hot day. For me, the way I present and carry myself is my respect to the role that I'm in as well. Yeah. However, if they're having a beach wedding and if they say, okay, you got to be in shorts and a shirt, I'll, I'll still be presentable in shorts and a shirt. But sure. I think my style is sophisticatedly simple. I'm mm. not over the well over the top in my words is relative but i can't yeah come across I, i'm not comfortable in a space that is very loud and all about me i'll make my presence felt and i'll suss out my couples in the meeting there have been times when i've not felt very i felt comfortable but not related very strongly or connected with the couple and i mm. have reached out to them and told them that look after the meeting i have had a thought about it and i may not be your best match for you but if you guys would still like to go ahead with it i'd be more than happy to mm. you know take it from there so it's not just about doing the job because a job's come along it's mm. about knowing where i fit in and i think that personality of me takes me right through yeah, that part of me. Yeah. Well, I think that shows a pretty uh, authentic character within all aspects of particularly to say, you know, to couples that that you're not necessarily feeling that connection um, uh, yeah. is huge. So I think that's really nice that couples could um, depend on that in terms of that just yes. authenticity and expect that. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. Because the ability, I mean, you've been in the field as long as you've been in the field and probably longer than just doing celebrancy work. I think your ability to relate to someone, especially given those circumstances. And I think as a stranger, like if you picked off the internet, not as a word of mouth celebrant, not a recommendation, you're putting from a couple's perspective, they're putting probably the half an hour, 20 minutes, 40 minutes of the most important part of the day in a complete stranger's hands. Mm. I mean, they've built the rapport, they've gotten there, everything's ticked the boxes, but still. And if that doesn't sit right, you just, yeah, yeah you, yeah. you can, you, you shouldn't do it or, you know, you can't go ahead with it, but yeah, it's, it's, it's hopefully once in a lifetime for, all the couples I marry yeah. and yeah, that's the way I look at it. And yeah, you, you more than give it your best. You have to feel comfortable. And my style of my ceremony is that everything is generally more lighthearted, more go with the floor. Yeah. And it's about 
I suss out the crowd on the day as well. And that, I think, comes to me again from my background in theatrics. It's, mm. it's I mean, of course, the crowd at a wedding is generally much more contained and lesser in number. So you see how your jokes sit. You realize how you're talking. If it's an open space, you the wind carries your voice, even if you've got your AV system and all going well. So a lot of factors. And then there are times when I act off my feet and see where this is going to go. So my ceremony is presented to the couple. They've said, yes, this is all good. But I always tell my couples that on the day I will go with the moment. There'll nothing be something that you haven't heard of or any awkward moments. But if there is a joke and then I think my crowd is reciprocating as well, I'll, you know, put it out mm. there sort of thing. And that may not be in the script and it'll literally be on top of my head and, you know, take it in. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I think that's good. And I think those moments, um, they mean, I think they speak to a, uh, again, to the authenticity, but I think they're also in that moment. And a lot of yeah. I've found in in my weddings and if someone's even in my funerals, if, if I say something that will be straight off my head, you you first you you've gauged where everyone's at and whether what you're going to say will hit and right. that's why I find a lot of people when they come and talk to me afterwards they feel connects because I was in the moment with them um I wasn't saying something right. that was pre-planned it was said uh it just worked in that moment and people appreciated that being pr- that that element of being present yeah um yeah. yeah. I think one thing that I always, always tell my couples, and it's something that's very personal to me, but I've obviously discovered it through the journey of being a celebrant, is no matter how busy the evening goes, or well, how busy, I'll, I'll just say evening, <laughs> it yeah. could be a daytime event as well, but how, no matter how busy your evening looks, your reception, etc., take a moment as husband and wife to literally, literally step aside from the crowd and look at what you've created. You know, there will always be time for selfies and there will always be the photographer and there will always be someone pulling you up but and saying, hey, can we talk? Hey, congratulations. And, you know, fair enough. But those moments will only be captured by photographs and memories. Mm. But what you those two minutes that you actually step aside or, you know, just move away from and into the backdrop and just take it all in and say, hey, this is what we've created together and this is how it should be. You know, nothing will ever fill that space, nothing. And that memory will last a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's 100% people, when you take that, those few moments with your partner just to go, let's just take this in, like taking the whole day, taking the fact that you've got everyone there, the fact that you've organized the whole thing, the journey to actually getting to that day. And because the day goes by so quick, so quick that to actually just mentally just take a snapshot, absorb it in. Absorbing is a really, yeah, that's a good word for just absorb it in, take it in. Um, Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you and do you tell that to your couples? Is that one of your your big pieces of advice? Every, every single time. Yeah. At, yeah. Well, if if not at the rehearsal, at probably the final meeting when I realize that, okay, I think this will be the last time that we'll be meeting face to face before the wedding. Um, yeah, I always tell them that because it comes straight from the heart. If yeah, I I, I do that for all of my couples. There is yeah. And I think I've been fortunate enough, I would say, that in the few weddings that I've done in the five years, including the two that were knockouts, <laughs> two years yeah. that were knockouts is what I mean. I've always been fortunate enough to connect to all my couples at that level. It's not yeah. just, this is my business card. Thank you. I'll rock up in a suit and I'm sure your wedding will go well. It's not been entirely business. It never has been. And I think mm. that's, that is what makes this so giving for me. And it makes me believe that the space is more than my comfort zone. It is what I relate to. And that's where the yeah. difference lies for me. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, and I think I bring out, I, bring out the best in myself in that environment yeah cool cool look i can i know and i can hear from you now that you're you're very passionate about what you do and you like being uh you just bring who you are and you bring yeah. all that to the couple and uh you just real with them yeah yeah i mean there have been numerous occasions where i've reached out to you and you've given the guidance and things initially when i was <laughs> Getting my way around the block, so to speak, and sure. that has always helped. Always, yeah. That's good. Wow, well, look, that's it's a good community we're part of, the wedding community. Absolutely. So that's what uh, that's what we're here for, just to ask questions. And sometimes I ask some questions which probably seem really dumb to other people, and uh, it's just about going. Well, I just wanted to double check, and it's good to know that that's what will make the marriage legal. Things <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. Right. Cool. And, yeah. Um, and what would you say, other than your advice of, of making sure you take some time just to take it in, is there any other advice that you give to couples leading up to the day? Well, I, I generally tend to tell them also in that space that, don't worry about, God forbid, if there are any goof-ups, as in, you know, if something hasn't gone as per plan. You know, worst case scenario, if somebody from your bridal party has fallen ill or, you know, whatever, another physical presence that needs to be there but cannot be there, don't let that dampen your spirits, you know. Mm. Of course, I mean, I'm not talking about loss as such but anything that could send you in a a spin don't let it be you know it's it's fine and this is not a theater production this is not you know it it's if if there's a slight goof up if you forget a line if you forget your words it's fine we're all we're all there not to save the day but to support you in your moment and i think that reassurance just just keeps them, you know, gives them that confidence in you as a celebrant because somebody has to be in charge at that point. And not so much in charge in the sense that, oh, well, now 
hey, I'm calling the shots here. But somebody who knows that it will be taken care of, that sort mm. of assurance. Yeah. That, you know, I can't blow fairy dust and get another bridesmaid <laughs> on the groom. But <laughs> I tell them it's okay, you know, get on with it. It's like, it'll be fine. Don't worry. And yeah. if there is, or as I said, forgotten my lines or forgotten my script, or I said, as long as you don't forget the rings that might hold up the crowd as well. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, in case you do, well, just let me know beforehand and yeah. we'll work with that. Thankfully, I haven't encountered that. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think my other piece of advice is always don't be on tender hooks if you are and if there is some sort of you know, not going as per plan, I'll try my best to take care of it. And yeah. it's not part of my job, but it's part of me being there for you as your celebrant. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's, well, if that's advice, that's assurance, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And I think I agree with you 100% in that it's things might not go to plan. And yeah. that's okay. And this is, it isn't a huge day, but it's also just life is where stuff doesn't always go to plan. And then part of that is either rolling with it or having to then bring a solution to it, which um, yeah. I've always found in weddings, if there's something that doesn't fully go to plan and normally the solution will come up and it's not that maybe the solution is better, but the fact that a solution, there's something yeah. about, bringing a solution to a problem, even if it was just done in, a, in, a, in an instant. Um, there's yeah. something that brings about uh, confidence, I think, in the couple, but there's also a That's memory right. now created yes. of like, like, oh, this yes. didn't happen, but oh, thank you for stepping in. Thank you for, thank you for saying that. Yeah. And yeah. I talked yeah. with Farm for Ghana and we talked about issues that happen on the day and it's like issues happen. That's okay. Mistakes happen. But it's about having a good team around you, a good team around the couple to support them. Yeah. And to go that next level to make sure that everything's going to be okay. We're going to do everything we can to make sure that you still get everything you're after. Absolutely. So uh, yeah. Good. It's good. Um, and thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Uh, I, I hope the couple's get in contact with you and just get you to speak more than one language, just because you can, you know, why not? Um, but also just, you know, I think that couples who are really after, a very authentic celebrant who's going to bring just who they are to the meeting, to the ceremony. Uh, I think you fit that perfectly. So thank you for sharing thank with us uh, how you got into the role and uh, what you offer couples. So, yeah, thank sure. you for your time. And Pleasure. And thank you for this opportunity and the podcast and yeah, putting me up there. No, it's, it's good to have you on it. So, everyone. Uh, go and check Armin out. Uh, I'll make sure his Instagram and his Facebook and his website are all in the, the show notes so you can get in contact with him. Um, yeah, reach out. See if he's free for your wedding. Cool. Well, everyone, have a great day. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Cause, 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 no